0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Rich Dotson. He's Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. He's Garrett Price. How's it going? It's going good. We're here talking Dynasty Fantasy Football. The NFL season is officially over. Um, so we are moving on to no football for a while, but we have a lot of good stuff coming up here. We do. So we have NFL, free, NFL freeings. Well, the combine combine first. When is the combine? Two weeks.
1: I think so. Okay. Two weeks. And then just, just I went out. Just today. saw the invite list come yeah. out. That's why I was, I couldn't remember when it was actually happening.
0: And then right at the combine is when we start our rookie breakdown. So we're only a couple of week that weeks away from our rookie breakdowns. We'll cover that for couple months uh and then we have nfl free agency so we'll do an nfl free agency show there's some guys i like out there i think some good value some young guys uh and then yeah then when rookies are all said and done with nfl draft then we get a talk a little bit about that and then we have the summertime which oh. is like the the break time in dynasty fans football it's true summertime living's easy Yes, sir. Easy peasy. And so it's fun. We got a lot of work to do. As we know, Dynasty Fantasy Football never sleeps. Nope. So here we are. We got 365 days to talk about it. There's always an active calendar, there's always things to do. MFL rolled over today. I rolled over my, all my MFL leagues I was commissioner of. That was fun. I nice. was trying to do nice research
1: to for the show, and it was like, the temp, this, the site is temporarily down. I was like, cool, I'll just go somewhere else.
0: I saw that this morning. I was like, I, I want to go send some trades out. And like every time I go bring it back up, I was like, oh, site is down. I'm like, what is going yeah, on they around They doing here? the maintenance. They were switching over. Oh, but I love the rollover. Cause then you, now now instead of it says 24 first, it says pick one six. There you go. I only have like two picks in all my NFL leagues. It's pretty rough. <laughs> We I only, only have, have like two MFL leagues. So. i have uh, 25. <laughs> I'm half. I'm 50, 50 right now oh, in leagues, which okay. is crazy. I mean, I counted up yesterday because we're doing this new league, the 10 year anniversary league, which again, if you want this league, nobody tweet at me this one answer that I'm looking for that gives you guarantee in the league. I'm just looking for the first player that we gave a nickname to the very first show, but it ran a while. It was a running back. So we were doing to get in the league. I feel like
2: I even know and I wasn't here for it. Yeah.
0: So we were doing, I said, if you want to get in the league with us, a lot of people tweet me like, I was like, tweet at me like some show, uh, sayings or jokes that we've had over the last 10 years. And I got a lot of good ones. One was really good in depth. He's already in the league, like guaranteed. And, but I was like, I was like, if one person says this name, they're guaranteed in the league nobody said it yet. So interesting. Yeah. If you tweet at that, you'll get in the league. Or if you, if you want to be in the league, tweet why you think you should be in the league. Maybe only been listening for two years. But you feel like you deserve to be in the league? Tweet at me. We'll see if we get you in. It's gonna be a super flex Good luck. Premium. Now you're about to Can't have wait. a flood. Yeah. I know everybody's gonna, gonna send it now. I deserve it. Well, nobody sent <laughs> it last week, so we see. It. I got a lot of. I you got a lot of answers. All great. Made me feel really good. But you know, this is uh, not that one guy I was looking for. So all right, and there'll be no hints. Yeah, it's gonna be my 25th dynasty league. I mean, it's a lot. I think I have the dynasty GM. Hey, Dynasty nerds, it's time to take your Dynasty game to the next level with FFPC's Dynasty Startup Leagues. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started, FFPC has a league for you, with entry fees ranging from $100 up to $5,000. Choose from a variety of formats, including Superflex, Best Ball Superflex, Triflex, 1QB, and Standard. With weekly lineups, waivers, trades, head-to-head matchups, and playoffs, FFPC's fully managed leagues provide the ultimate Dynasty experience. Most importantly, the leagues are here to stay. FFPC has never had a Dynasty League fold. They manage the entire commissioner experience from buy-in management to fulfilling your orphans. FFPC is perfect place to expand your Dynasty League portfolio. And here's the best part. As Dynasty Nerds listener you can get $25 off any entry fee as a new member when you use the promo code nerds head over to my now to draft your team manage your roster and dominate your league with ffpc that's my promo code nerds for $25 off any entry fee for new members ffpc where dynasty dreams become a reality All right. So my first tear down is going to be. <laughs> refuse to say off brand.
1: fine. It's I'm, whatever. I'm going to call mine my bargain base. <laughs> <kidding>. Minor focus.
0: <laughs> is the guy I've given up, I'd be willing to give up for this kind of package, okay. is AJ Brown. Um, okay. Now, we all know I, I want to shoot high here AJ first. AJ Brown's a stud. AJ Brown's an absolute stud. Wide receiver, four overall. His 18.1 1 points per game were six best. Uh, Turns 27 in June, so he's still got. Couple more years of prime production there. Absolutely. Hundred and fifty seven targets, hundred and five receptions, one thousand four hundred and forty-seven yards and seven touchdowns. So love AJ Brown. Um think he's that tier two receiver, which totally happened with maybe tier three. Depends how you want to tier him up. You know, if you put Justin Jefferson by himself, which would I would do, and then see Lamb, Amon, and Jamar, I'd have AJ Brown in that next tier. Sure, of receivers. Um, but in almost close to that tier is the player I'm thinking of here is Michael Pittman Jr. Okay. For the Indianapolis Colts, who end up being wide receiver 13, which from four to thirteen, you think it's a big difference, but on a points per game basis, you're talking, you know, less than two points, almost two points. So 18.1 to 16.2. So okay. Michael Pittman's still above that threshold of sixteen, like right around sixteen points is like usually like a wide receiver one, right? So like he's giving you wild wide receiver one production nonetheless. He also turns twenty-seven this year as well. It's the same age, you know, where AJ Brown had 157 targets, Michael Pittman, 150 AJ Brown, had 105 receptions, Michael Pittman, 104, the yards and the touchdowns where the difference was. He had 300 more yards in Michael Pittman and three more touchdowns for him. But Michael Pittman Jr. I mean, he's the focal point that Colts offense, you know, he led the team in receptions. He had 109, which was fifth best in the entire league. Let him in receiving yards, let him in uh touchdown receptions. So, For me, this is a player that is not only productive, the the guy going to be the go-to guy for Anthony Richardson when he comes back because do they they sign a guy in free agency? Do they draft a guy? Most likely, they probably draft another guy to to appear up with Michael Pittman. But Michael Pittman's a free agent this year. So either he's getting franchise tagged or he's getting a long deal because there's no way they let this guy walk. There's just absolutely no way. They have the fourth
1: most cap space. So I I agree with you. I don't think they're going to let him go.
0: So. This is a player that has had four different quarterbacks in all four years of his career, about to get a big time deal and get locked in for their team. So, for somebody to be funnel targets, you know, he's the guy outside of like A.J. Brown, who, you know, he's got Dallas Goddard, he's got Devontae Smith to mix with. I wouldn't mind tearing down to Michael Pittman Jr. And then my plus being, and I looked into this, like you can probably get Michael Pittman Jr. And Tajay Spears and probably a pick, maybe a second, but maybe even just maybe it's just a third. But Michael Pittman, Spears, and let's call it a second. Let's aim high here for AJ Brown. You probably get James Cook a second, and Michael Pittman for AJ Brown. You probably get Michael Pittman Jr., um, David Montgomery, Joe Mixon. Players next tier. If you're in super flex leagues, you could take a gamble on Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins russ wilson i wouldn't want that turd <laughs> but uh like those are quarterbacks you probably get with michael Pittman for aj brown to really like
1: really take your team to i mean that level. i mean that's a huge thing for a superflex to be able to get any quarter, any sort of quarterback and stay within a a realm you know what i mean we're not in the same ballpark it's a it's a couple points less per game but you're within that wide receiver one realm still yeah you will
0: add a guy like Rodgers, kirk cousins Baker Mayfield or possibly even Daniel Jones, if you still believe he's a starter. That's a move I'd make after the NFL draft, of course. But these are teams, these are the moves that can take your team to that next level, right? Like sometimes it's easy to get hung up on having that super superstar team player on your team, but you're not winning titles, right? Like you're barely squeaking in the playoffs, you're missing the playoffs. Or but when you when you find yourself getting to the playoffs, you're getting rolled because you're so focused and it's easy to do this in dynasty. It's like, this is, we talked about this so many times in the show, Garrett, where like you have this best player and like, Oh, I need to build around this team. When in reality, sometimes that's a player you got to get rid of yep. to like turn the corner. Like you need to figure out a way to get those total points up. And these are the kind of moves that I envision that we're going to talk about here throughout the entire show that I'd be willing to make to make my team better. Now, if you have AJ Brown, the stud, you're not making a move like this. Mm-hmm. These are for teams that are like, close that can't get past that first round can't get the title game we're or not playing, playing
2: really deep leagues you know some yeah. of you guys play where you're starting seven spots and a kicker and a defense and that's it well there you don't really need to tear down you need superstars but most of us are playing in leagues where we're Minimum starting 10. nine ten eleven guys yeah. it can be tough to be able to field a good starting lineup especially come by weeks and injuries and all that kind of stuff and so that's where this can really make a difference. And, and I'm with you on this one, even though I am a big AJ Brown guy, I remember Matt and I were, we were talking about him when he came out, we were excited about him. You know, we we're also excited about, uh you know, Hakeem Butler and that didn't work out, but that being said, okay. how dare you? <laughs> what a tight end that guy made. Uh, but, so so i'm a big aj brown guy but it is it's a guy that and and even the numbers i'm looking at are even slightly better in in pittman's favor i only have it about 1.4 point difference uh this past year 17 points per game for aj brown and 15.6 so, so you go
0: through week eight. i went through week 17 and then go to eight.
2: oh okay i always do the full season because the
0: players don't care that we're not doing it anymore. So, yeah. So, but I, I yeah, that could be the difference. There, they both but. had a rough game that last game too. I think, I think Pittman only scored like seven points. AJ Brown didn't really do
2: anything. Yeah. Yeah. He only had seven. AJ Brown had negative point 0.1. I, yeah, that but, was the game that he got
1: injured, I
0: think. Yeah. yeah. So, and same thing. A lot of times they pull players. So sure. for me, when I'm looking at like real stats, I want to look weeks one through 17. Sure. Cause they could be playing a defense that just didn't play at all. They could be, there's yeah, so it, it is tough into. to know,
2: but but either way, but
0: yeah, either way, the, the the gap between them,
2: I don't think is huge, and I do think the return that you're going to get because AJ Brown's the name, yep. you know he and for most of the season, he was right up there with Tyree Kill. He didn't finish the season strong, but what most people are going to remember is man, him and Tyree Kill were battling it out all year. When in fact, Ceedee Lamb ended up being the wide receiver one, but
0: it's because neither well, one of the top those players overall in fantasy, which yep. was nuts,
1: and it's and it's not like. Um, to kind of further uh, expunge or expand on your point, there, Indy is very—it's um, just a low-key type of place compared to mm-hmm. to the high-profile Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles, which are everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't hear that much about Michael Pittman, uh, Jr. And Correct. it's not because he's a bad player. It's just because kind of that offense, kind of you know, they they lost their superstar quarterback early, and they kind of just faded into the background. And I
2: think that's a great point too. Because some people might be saying, well, yeah, he finished as wide receiver 13 on the season, which is great, but they're going to be switching quarterbacks. It's basically Gardner Minshew all year. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Michael Pittman did just fine with, with Anthony Richardson in those three first three games there where they were together, 23.7, 13.6, 16.7. So he was just fine with Anthony Richardson. Yep. In fact, on a points per game basis, he was slightly better with Anthony Richardson there. So you, you don't have anything to worry about. True, true, true
0: glad I have your guys supporting this. That's right. We're all in this together.
1: All right. So my bargain basement alternative <laughs> tearing down here, tearing down uh, off brand player. Who we got? Uh, I'm searching through the bin. I'm trying to find my bargains. You're crying. You're crying. You're crying. Uh so the guy, you know, obviously the the great Kai or, or or the guy that you know the name brand, yeah. the name brand guy, yeah, uh, 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 like the, Devon HN <laughs> or something <laughs> that I'm going with here is, is Puka Nakua. Um, Big obviously, name. burst yeah, burst onto the scene, been going nuts all year. He finished last, He finished this past all well, his rookie season as wide receiver four, um, averaging 17.6 uh, points per game. Only 22 years old. He, he's right now. He's going ADP wise. Right after the first round, right around fifteen. Um, so he's he's going really really early. Um, you know, last year he had 160 targets, 105 receptions, 1486 yards, and and six um, six touchdowns. And he played all 17 games. Which you know, some of those he was a little dinged up for, but sure. But he fought. But through, he was which, out there. Yeah, he fought through, which is great. And and the bargain that I'm finding out there, the guy that I'm scrounging around the bin for, yeah is Nico Collins. Um, you know, this is another guy who, who's relatively young, only 24 years old, finished last year uh, wide receiver 12, so he was right there on the cusp uh, of the wide receiver one, wide receiver two uh, numbers. What gets me is, you know, he missed a couple of games, and he was still able to maintain that. So, you know, on, on top of everything else, um, he was still able to do even though he missed a couple of games. And, and when you look and you dig into the points per game, there is it's 17.6 for puka all his notoriety all this craziness it's 17.4 for nico collins it is 0.2 points difference and, and obviously you know when you look at puka everyone loves that he got 160 targets that's great nico collins did it on 109 he had 109 80 80 receptions 1297 yards and eight touchdowns so he had a couple more touchdowns um you know in in two less games. And the fact that he is tied to a a quarterback who's coming off a rookie of the year campaign and he's going to be with him for a long time is another, I think, added bonus for me. Um, And he's only a tear down. So it's like, which which Puka Nakua is clearly, I mean, obviously he's, he's tear up, he's a tear up, but he's also attached to a a, a much older quarterback. And who knows what that situation is going to look like for Puka in a couple of years. Um, So, you know, obviously the, the one downside is the fact that Nico Collins is going into the last year of his deal. Mm-hmm. And we're not 100% sure whether or not he's going to re-sign or not. This is the time when they can re-sign him after three years. They're allowed to like kind of start uh, negotiating these these contracts. And they're, they have the fifth most cap space in the league. They have like around $65 million. This is the time... In when you have these young quarterbacks that you sign these type of players, right? And and it's not like Nico Collins went berserk. He had around thirteen hundred yards. So I don't think you're going to be up in that twenty five million dollar a year. Like eighteen million probably gets it done. Right. I think you're. I think you. So you're still getting a, I think a little bit of a discount on a guy Nico Collins who has room to grow, and and you're locking him up before the the you know the quarterback payments balloon out.
0: He was like a third round pick, right?
1: He was. Yeah. So this will be a nice little up you know uptick for him, and when you. When you look in the trade calculator, that's where it starts getting bonkers, right? So I I looked into the uh, you know Puka Nakua first, and and, in Superflex, there's a Superflex trade that Puka went straight up for AJ Brown, which I mean, so right, so right there you're you're setting the bar. You're at two, that's that's two two name brand players right next to each other. You're at two plus first round picks, right? I mean, can can we both agree that you know AJ Brown is uh, is above the two first round or right around? I would, I would, yeah, I would definitely rather
2: have. Him over Puka.
1: Yeah. So, so, and, and other ones that I'm digging into, Puka and a 24 third for two 24, uh, 21 firsts. And Hunter, I mean, Hunter Renfro was just a throw in, but sure. he, was, he was in the deal. So, I'm going one of those picks is probably high. Yeah, exactly. So, but already off the bat, he's already above two first round draft picks. You basically. probably get Nico in a first then. And, and yeah. So, when I went to Nico, it was, it was Nico for a 21 first and like Israel, a, a Banacanda. Like so, so I mean, like that's the difference in value. You're Forgot basically about that guy. You're basically getting you're, you're basically getting Nico for a first when Puka is two firsts, and these guys are point two points difference on a points per game basis. And, and really, I and mean, Nico's it, younger and and no, long, Nico's Nico's twenty four. Oh, I Puka's went back 20, to AJ Brown. No, yeah. Never mind. But you also have that long term like, like
0: Puka's long term like commitment to quarterback and coach. You don't know right? Where, and the fair as of today, we don't know about Nico, but we probably feel pretty good about. I him feel pretty there. good
1: just He'll just knowing down. the situation, and that will clear itself up in the next. I would I would say in this off season, they'll probably work out a deal if they're going to do it. So I mean, I would I would think now might be the time to do that because if he gets locked up long term, his value might go up a little bit, and you might have to pay a little bit more for him. Yeah,
0: once you get that locked into Stroud for yeah. like it's a five year deal with sixty million guaranteed, eighteen million dollars a year, something like that. All of a Average. sudden, it's a first and something else. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, I don't hate that either. Actually, um, with Nico, I know Tank Dell's gonna come in. He's gonna he's gonna produce at a high level. But those are their two receivers. We got to see if Dalton Schultz comes back. If they draft a receiver, uh, a tight end, what they do throughout the draft, they could probably do a lot of other things saying receiver. Yeah. I think they're pretty good there at receiver. And well, Will Anderson's pretty stout too. True but statement. Th- th- that defense, I could probably start building that defense up for the d- head coach Jamico Ryan's, who is a defensive coordinator. So I, I like that trade as well.
2: Yeah. No, we're three for three on it. I'm, I'm a big Nico guy. Uh, my lack of love for Puka has been well-documented on this show. Uh, I do think he's a product of the system more than... 160 uh, targets. It's a lot. It's a lot. Jeez, We've man. seen it out of a lot so of fine targets. receivers, yeah. good receivers, that put up elite numbers because of the C- the system. Uh, so uh, it, it's it's always hard to know how much is them, how much is the rest of the system around
0: them. But for that, and that's got kind of a price tag where, like, again, when there's a lot of like, okay, what Matt said, like, oh, 160 targets, a rookie, no long-term like certainty here. Like those are players that, and then, and then you drafted them in the third round of your rookie draft, fourth round of your rookie draft. Those are players I love to get out from under. Like right. just because- like, play more safe. Where some people will sit here and be like, oh, but I got him for so cheap, but he's also like way more fragile than like if you can get an A.J. Brown. Like, yeah. like even if you don't want to go Nico Collins, if you want to tear up, here like you want to watch me uh, give an emotional speech and you want to get tear up a little bit you know to go get AJ Brown now he did it straight up but like that's the kind of mover like hey I'll give you AJ Brown Puka my second you know, yeah like two seconds mm-hmm. for AJ Brown well or apparently you can do it straight up according, according goes, to the GM it's crazy if I can get in the i Ross St. Brown talks with Puka they sure. open. that's the kind of player that opens the gate for those kind of players it's like right. hell if I give you Puga and my first for Amon Ross St. Brown, and, like, and I was, give only, it to me.
1: I was only skimming off the top, like uh, of the G uh, of the uh, of the trade finder. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go into the season and all that. Sure, stuff, crazy things can happen sure. right, right there at the end of the season when people are trying to win championships. So I did after all that stuff was over. I only did like uh, Janu- few weeks, yeah, so. January type okay. of stuff. And
0: I'll say, I'm hire you as my doorman if you're skimming off the top. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, my name brand player
0: is. <laughs> so I just teared up. He's going to about to tear down. That's right.
1: My name brand player here. Give me them Folklies first. Yeah, No, no I'll no, put them no. on. Give me the Oakleys first. Yeah, you got to This is the Oakley. Give me the we're not to the Folklies yet. Yes.
0: Turn down here. Let's uh, this is gonna see. This is going
2: to see. This is going to be the one where I could see somebody just taking a snippet of this and and being like, Garrett is such an idiot. But it's Patrick Mahomes. You are such an idiot. Such an idiot,
1: right? (laughs) Yes. My Oakley's guy is Patrick Mahomes. My Folkley's guy. Yeah. I mean, if it's Patrick Mahomes, we should go auto insurance, right? (laughs) You, yeah. Fair. <laughs> All right. So fair. Uh, State Farm.
2: State Farm. We here? State
1: Farm versus Mahomes and
2: and my auto. The general.
1: I
0: I feel like <laughs> no matter what he says when you say Mahomes, like it's gonna be the yeah. general. The like, general. Well, and that's the hard part. Anytime you say Patrick Mahomes, any other player just seems like no, you shouldn't do that. Well, let's just like see for me because everybody tells me I'm an idiot. Like Justin Herbert. Plus. Sure. Sure. But I want to hear. I want to hear your guys. I feel like this is. And then let me hear my rationale. You gotta hear the rationale though. No, I don't. Oh, no, you do. You have to listen. No, first, I react, and then you call me down. <laughs> okay. All right. Stack Prescott. Unbelievable. Uh. I do as a general. <laughs> Where's Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> Unbelievable. I would never make that trade. No, you shouldn't. You should
1: not make that trade straight up. I should not. I'm tearing down, literally. (laughs) Rich is reacting just like the people you thought. That's the thing. And
2: that's why. Curly Tree and an idiot. This (laughs) could be such a valuable trade. So here's the thing. Over the past five years, three of those five years, Dak Prescott has actually outscored on a points per game basis, outscored Patrick Mahomes. The greatest quarterback. Three of the past five years. During that time, The difference in total points per game, because Patrick Mahomes, a couple of those seasons just balled out, had awesome seasons. Total, 1.4 points difference. Dak Prescott's averaging 21 points per game over the past past five years, whereas uh, Patrick Mahomes, 22.4. So 1.4 point difference over the past five years. That alone, I don't think people would believe you if you had told them there was only not even a one and a half point difference between the two of those. Yeah, that's the last
0: five. five years. Yeah, this year, he was better. I know, but going
2: forward? <laughs> going forward, he has not as good of passing weapons, and his best one is getting older and
0: worse. Who? Travis Kelsey. Oh, she, she rice? <laughs> hey, guys, let me tell you about our friends at Sleeper. Guess what? Our app is the mini is live Ooh. on Sleeper right now. The Dynasty so GM. Pretty. You use the analyzer. That you can use... Nice. The, uh, the the trade calculator. And my favorite thing is the inbox, right? Where all your trades from all your sleeper leagues are right there. You can actually push trades through the actual sleeper app. And right now, we could be more excited to be partners with them. And right now, if you don't know, they are doing DFS. And I know how many people that play Dynasty play DFS as well. And right now, there's not a better place to play DFS than sleeper. They're offering up to 100 times your entry, the highest payout in the whole DFS market Right now, you can track your fantasy players and your sleeper picks in real time. All you gotta do is choose two to eight of your favorite players from pregame, live in-game, or even across different sports. Pick more or less than the predicted stats, and only on sleeper you can get up to a hundred times your payout. You can share it with your friends and get rewarded together. Make sure you use that promo code Nerd so our friends know that friends sent them their way. No way. And get your deposit match and Friendly. have a good time. you have all your DFS all of your fantasy leagues. And now even a dynasty GM in one spot is fully operational inside sleeper right now. And then when you're a nerd, Herd member, you get that full access to that. And remember, you also want to download the Dynasty nerds app. Cause they're both in there. Check it out. Check our friend sleeper. Check out a DFS. Use that promo code nerd. Get your whole estate. <laughs> <set>.
2: <laughs> all that to be said. The other thing that I think is really interesting here. Is to be fair, everyone's getting older. Everyone is always getting older. Sorry, go. Ahead. I was older than I'm older now than when we started this conversation. <laughs> that is a, not inaccurate. All I feel like the perceived age gap between these two guys is two years way bigger than it actually is. So I always I've been thinking of of Dak Prescott in the same range as Kirk Cousins and no, he's only those guys. That's right. There's only a two year difference between these guys. That's a long so, time. It's not, it's not a long time, <laughs> 24 months. Uh, there's only two years difference between these guys. And if I told you today that a trade that I probably wouldn't even do would actually make your team better because hundred, I think you can get even more.
1: It's 104 weeks, by the way. Whew, that's, that's some quick math. <laughs> that's a lot even on leap years.
0: <laughs> like, I feel like the football season's only eight months or, or what? Is it? It's like six months away, right? Something Ooh, like that. Who knows? It just ended yesterday, Sunday. It just did. It feels yeah. like
1: all of that's. Right? Oh so yeah, it'll be, it'll be back. Preseason will be back in
2: August. Yep. So if you were right now able to just do, and like I said, I would want more than this. If I had Patrick Mahomes, I probably will too. If you were to just do Dak Prescott and DJ Moore, would that be enough for Patrick Mahomes? No, no, it wouldn't be enough, would it? However, you would actually be a slight improvement on your team just from that alone. If you take the average. Top four, uh, so I, I did the average of the top four receivers. So wide receiver fours, wide receiver threes, wide receiver twos, wide receiver ones. Didn't do everybody else. Top 48 receivers in football last year. The average guy, because you're going to start three receivers in one flex typically, right? So your average starting receiver, is they're going to average about 14 points per game. DJ Moore, averaged 16.9. Yeah. 2.9 more points per game the difference between Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes historically 1.4 so just getting those two players will already actually make your team better
1: than it was before and that's if and, you, that's if you're averaging all the way across the board but if you're really replacing a third guy with with DJ Moore you're probably getting you're probably gaining more
2: you're yeah. probably gaining yeah. even more than that absolutely yeah. and like i said i wouldn't even do that deal i would want more and I can almost guarantee you will get more, but that alone is probably worth it just when you look at the total value of your team. So if you can go out there and get DJ Moore and Nico Collins, add them to your team with Dak Prescott, you will be much better long-term for it. So name brand player, Patrick Mahomes, the off-brand guy, the Folleys,
0: Dak Prescott. Derek Twitter, Garrett is an idiot. <laughs> I should, I should really just send this out. People won't even know what just it is. Just see what they, I'm just, doing
1: it. Dear Twitter. Dear comma Twitter. I think that's not how you do it. No, oh. no. The
2: comma goes after Twitter. It's but I love that you're Twitter calling me an inner idiot with a grammatical. Oh, I incorrect. know I'm an idiot.
0: Now I'm just to what I hang out with. <laughs> Dear Twitter. At Price. Dear comma Twitter. Add, dear. At Dynasty. Uh, Garrett. What was it? Wait, what was it? Garrett. Garrett. Five, six, seven, eight, seven, four. It was 33. It was, it was underscore 33. Dear Twitter. Dynasty Price is an idiot. <laughs> Send. That's so mean. It's Send. so uncalled for. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I would What need, did Garrett do? Oh, my gosh. But how can you argue with the math of it? Listen. Math is absolute. Right. But we're not doing math. We're playing Dynasty fans football. It's, it's math. It's basically it. spreadsheets fancied up. His re- Mahomes receiving core is gonna get better. Is it? He's the greatest, he's the greatest. Travis gonna, Kelsey's getting worse. They're gonna take a quarterback wide re- receiver in the first quarter. They're gonna round take a quarterback. Year. That won't help. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. I agree with that. He he is so safe for the next seven years right. of being a high-end quarterback, one just high
1: absolutely end. tough guy. Like,
0: like Dak, Every I feel year. like Dak. We got like three more years. Of
1: we'll, we'll is, see what this extension is. They're about to sign a one. Are they?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just and you're right. All the numbers are there. I ju- like. I would want Justin Herbert. Okay, plus, you could go after Justin it, Herbert. That's same fine. Tier. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. It's just, just a player. The perceived you out,
2: value of a Dak Prescott is even lower. But the points are always, and, and that's the that's why you go after off-brand players. That's why you go after because they're not as sexy, and Twitter's not going to like it, but at the down. end of the day, it's about the numbers. When you tear down a little bit. When you tear down and get the off-brand guy, then you... <laughs> Digging that dumpster? It's, <laughs> and you dig in that dumpster.
1: It's bargain hunting, guys. That's,
2: <laughs> so that's the thing, because honestly... You could get Patrick Mahomes, or you for Patrick Mahomes. I truly believe, and I'm looking at some trades here.
0: So here, here's like one. He's shopping at Oakley. We're at TJ Maxx.
1: Here's here's one right I here. I was going to I was going to say this is kind of like Max when for the you, minimum. When you go to TJ Maxx and you find that name brand the trade, same item, you and buy. you're you just like, oh my god, this is only twelve exactly. $9.
0: It should have been forty. TJ Maxx
2: episode. I'm fine with that. Yep. I'll be mean, the guy goes there. So, and be like,
0: oh man, it's twelve ninety nine. I just spent sixty nine ninety nine. Rich, <laughs>
2: here's the perfect example because it involves your guy Justin Herbert.
0: Yes. So this just shows you the value of Patrick Mahomes. Again, Patrick I really Mahomes, don't think you're doing this. Is very this is just uh, it's a good argument. I'm just saying this all in jest, by the way. <laughs> but go on, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Moster and a fourth. So really, Patrick, Pat Mahomes, Mahomes. you get Justin Herbert,
2: Jaden Reed, a first. Jake Ferguson,
0: and a third. Oh, yeah. Herbert side all day.
2: See, that's the thing. The value of the name of Patrick Mahomes, even though he's incredible, is worth so much that you can get very good players just a a little bit down that are not going to be as sexy in your lineup, but are going to score you close to, or like last
1: year, Dak Prescott outscored Patrick Mahomes. And the point is, all the other fill-in pieces are going to boost your overall score because they're going to be better than what you have on your bench. Or as your fourth wide receiver in your flex, or your third wide receiver in your flex. Yep, all of that. Exactly. Dude, love that deal. I would take Justin Herbert and probably a first if it was like top six. Yeah, obviously. and then
0: you get Jake Ferguson and Jane Reed thrown on top. Unless I'm in a league with you where I have Pat Mahomes, I need more. <laughs> I want more. Greatest downfall of doing a dynasty podcast: to. <laughs> <laughs> never make trades.
2: The startup leagues with with people that listen to the show are so tough. Because Tajay Spears always goes right before you I can take him. You get sniped Cole Command S- always
0: goes right before I take him, of <laughs> him. Yep. the time. All of the time. And then people are like are calling out your draft picks, like which yeah. is about to take this player. And you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly right. <laughs> so all right, well, I'm on a clock here next uh with my tear down. Yep. Which is gonna involve of you just mentioned. Woo. So I'm gonna I'm looking to get rid of DK Metcalf. And TK Metcalf, you know, turns 27 in December. He was wide receiver 19 this year, averaged 14.9 points per game, had 114 targets, 65 receptions for 1,104 yards. And I am targeting Jaden Reed of the Green Bay Packers uh, who finishes wide receiver 28 and averaged 13.5 points per game. So their points per game isn't really too different there. I know Jaden Reed was wide receiver 28, DK Metcalf was wide receiver 19, but her points per game difference was just a little over a, a point per game where Jane Reed had 90 targets, 60 receptions, eight touchdowns, but he also had 11 rushes for 119 yards, average 10.8 yards per carry. This was a player that the green Bay Packers were trying to get involved in the game. They want to get the ball in his hands. And what really took off about Jane Reed and I've said this about Jane Reed on the show halfway through the season I was like Jaden Reed's probably gonna be one of my top buys this offseason he's one that he's just a player I loved what I've seen out of that second half of the year because when you look back at Jaden Reed uh from weeks 10 through 17 so the second half of the year he was wide receiver 10 overall he averaged 17.7 points per game and we remember the second half of the year where Jordan Love took a big step forward and what we remember about that is like a lot more other players were involved at that point. Like Romeo Doves was getting more involved in there. Dontavian Wicks was getting more involved. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones ha- had really stepped up there, but Reed was the number one oh, yeah. option in that offense. They were manufacturing touches for him. And DK Metcalf on their side, he's just somebody that he he's a real solid receiver, right? Like this is no diss to DK Metcalf at all, but he's somebody going back when you look back, he hasn't produced at a high level. Since 2020, when he he caught 83 balls for 1,300 yards, uh, three yards, he had those double-digit touchdowns with 10. And he had uh, 17 fantasy points on average. But if you look over to since 2020, since then, he's averaging 14, 13, 14 points per game. This year, he averaged 14.9. So when I get four years straight of a player, essentially just about averaging 14 points per game, that tells me... That's the median. That's more of the player than sure. You know, maybe I'll have another big year where he averages 17 points per game, but he's a wide receiver too.
2: Well, and the odds of that seem to be diminishing a little bit with, I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Jackson and Smith and Jigba. He's going to take Tyler Lockett. Should be more involved, but at least has the skill set of a number one receiver. We don't know that he necessarily will be. And anytime that there's turmoil as far as like coaching change and all that stuff, like there's
0: you just change. never know, there's more things up in the air. Yeah, and you bring in a defensive coach in there too. Well, maybe they'll run the ball more. They have two good running backs. It's there, tough so. to run it
2: more than than Pete Carroll. Now, yeah,
1: and the guy they brought in from they just they just officially made it official that uh, officially made it officially official made it official that they're they're hiring Ryan Grubb. That's what I was just looking up. Okay, they got the OC from Washington. Okay,
0: so from a name value, you would think tearing down here would be like, oh, what's the big, um, what's the big get? What I what I've done in my research is there's not really from the the public's perspective, there's not a huge drop-off in the tier here between Jaden Reed and DK Metcalf. Probably me pimping up Jaden Reed all year has probably really boosted his value in the industry. <laughs> so I'll take full credit for
1: that. Yeah, piece. it has nothing to do with this skill at all. No, nope. No. Just, it's more of Rich Dotson I rich. talking about. The rich it. effect. It, it,
0: it, my voice goes a long way. Yeah. It annoys a lot of people. <laughs> so but still, there's still DK Metcalf still holds that youth enough and mm-hmm. not euthanasia youth enough. And that value where you could probably get Jaden Reed. I would take Jaden Reed pretty close to straight up me personally for DK Metcalf, but in most leagues in a vacuum, you could probably get like a slight upgrade of like Jaden Reed and Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. Jaden Reed and Michael Um uh, Maybe in those, maybe a couple of those quarterbacks I mentioned before, like Baker Mayfield, Kirk, probably not Kirk cousins, but like, you know, around, Daniel Jones. A, around a
1: second pick value is that what somewhere you're around there. Or, you know, you, know,
0: you like... could probably get another teammate like Luke Musgrave, maybe a Quentin Johnson, a Michael Mayer, somewhere on those terms. But like a player in that category that has some, like I'd be chasing. You know, even though Quentin Johnson, I believe long term, like there's some upside there. But like if I need running back help, like Aaron Jones might be able help me for one year. A Luke Musgrave who at tight end could offer some really good upside. A Michael Mayer um or a quarterback, I'm willing to tear down the Jaden Reed and just get. Anything I t- like if it's a second round pick, I'll take the second round pick or equivalent value of a player worth a second round pick. But I really like what I saw. I like in uh, younger here. He's gonna turn twenty four. He is a little bit older for a rookie, so he'll be turned twenty four here in April. But still, you're gonna get you're gonna gain almost three and a half years of dynasty age value. And honestly, if you're talking upside, he continue where he left off the second half of the game. You're actually talking about. Uh, two to three points per game difference. So you're actually getting a better overall player here if the trend continues of where each player has produced um, Metcalf over the last four years and Jaden Reed over the second half of the season.
1: Yeah, and and I think the major point for me is, uh, you know, Seattle, there's a little bit of uncertainty just not knowing exactly what we're going to get out of the new offensive coordinator. We don't know exactly who's going to be the quarterback two years from now. I don't think, you know, that that decision yeah, that, that decision has yet to be made. So um, in Green Bay, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stability. You know, we, we know exactly who's going to be throwing him the ball. We know exactly who's going to be coaching him, all that stuffs. We know what to expect. And I think Jaden Reed is just going to grow and, and, and become a better player in year two. Whereas in DK Metcalf, I think we, we know what he is, you know what I mean? And, and, there's not much room for him to grow and become better than he already is. So I I like the Jaden Reed pick. I think it's a great way to add value uh, is to pass on a guy like DK Metcalf, who kind of has, we know what he is limited upside for a guy that's untapped and, and, and kind of the sky's the limit for that. What's the point of
0: having a keg if you're not going to tap it
2: for for what it's worth, uh, according to nerds, ADP, Jaden Reed right now is going off the board roughly at pick 66. Uh Whereas DK Metcalf is going off the board roughly at pick 54. So you're getting about a round of value. And that's about right. What you were saying with the second, that's probably what it would take to move up around or down around. And you might even get a hair more than that, but that's probably what it would be. Be right
0: around there. Nice.
1: Okay. So my next bargain basement bin type of scenario is
0: before you real quick, because in case you missed last week's show, you have ADP. ADP is I just want to remind everybody, ADP yes. is on dinsternerns.com. We have we update it constantly now. We're running yes. mock drafts all the time. Currently it's just in the rankings setting. So it's right. next to the player's name. Pretty soon. Sure, like very soon, you'll be able to sort directly to ADP of its own landing page. The good news in the is
2: you can't you can't sort it on there, but there isn't a, the ability to download it. So if you want to download it and sort, like that's what I did right here. I downloaded it all and I sorted it myself. I can't
0: read. So You know I don't speak Spanish. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I want to remind the audience. No worries, man. All right,
1: so so my um my non-off brand guy, um, my non-bargain basement guy, my tear up pricey guy, um my real ass Oakleys is (laughs) (laughs) Sam Laporta. Ooh, Um, obviously huge name. Another bit, another big time rookie. I gotta go back on Twitter, (laughs) dear Twitter. Matt's an idiot. <laughs> 23 years old. Dear comma Twitter. Just ridiculous. <laughs> Obviously finishes finish why a uh, tight end number one on the season. Average 14.1 points per game. <laughs> are, you, are, are you telling me? Are you telling Twitter that I'm an
0: idiot? Rich? No, I'm just like a lot of people replying to me telling Garrett's an idiot. <laughs>
1: It's probably gonna be your <laughs> most like tweet of the year.
0: Alexa put a uh, kill Kenny. Oh good response <laughs> center, So I love that all Maglet. All right, sorry I don't mean
1: to interrupt it. All right, so I might have to buy you out here though. 120 so. <laughs> targets, 86 receptions, 889 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Woo, very good player. Um, v- com- uh, very good. I watched him play all good. Coming very off good. the board uh, in Superflex Tight End Premium uh, around um, 26, 27 maybe. Um, so so right there after the turn uh, of the second round into the third round, but right there at the top um, and probably just likely to climb even higher. Um, but my bargain basement guy um, is, is going to be Trey McBride. So I don't think I'm that far off. I think Trey McBride also gained a lot of steam. But when you just look at the numbers, um, I'm
0: deleting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Tight end seven didn't on the year, <laughs> averaged ten point seven points per game. So there's a, a quite quite a big difference between fourteen points and ten point seven, and really ten point seven kind of puts you in a murky area when you're a tight end with a lot of other guys, right? Uh, but when you dig into the numbers, obviously uh, there's a little story behind that. Trey McBride didn't even start and become relevant until after week four. Um, so if you take week five t- till the end of the year. The numbers look a lot different and a lot better uh, for Trey McBride. So in that time, he had 99 targets, 75 yards, 763 – or 75 receptions, 763 yards, and three touchdowns. In that same time period, Sam Laporta had 93 targets, 64 receptions, 647 yards, and nine touchdowns. So he he really outstripped him in everything except for touchdowns. um, Trey McBride did Uh, – from weeks five to the end of the season. I went from week seven to week 18 and the difference was only
0: point four points per game, 14.5 to point fourteen point one.
1: So that, I mean, I just wanted to strictly go when he started. I mean, you could cherry pick and do whatever that you want from a lot of, that's how I do it. I know, but I wanted to at least say, Hey, this I'm is, not an idiot. This is when Trey McBride <laughs> started being the guy. Yeah. till the end of the season and just go kind of, uh, you know, point from point for be fair. From, he, from that point, Trey McBride
0: only scored 1.5 points in week four,
1: but I think he was the starter. No, I, I, I mean, I did week five till then. The oh God. It was it. after, it was after week four. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, I lost my complete train of thought because Rich just wants to interrupt people, but the but the it's a spiritual gift. Yeah, no, it, it, the this is a guy I couldn't find any good trades or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Both these guys, the trades that they were involved in were very convoluted. There was a lot of stuff on yeah. both sides. It just doesn't make for good show material. But if you look at the ADP, you know, I I I'd said twenty six, you know, right around twenty seven for Laporta. Mm-hmm. It's Forty, almost forty-one right. for a guy like Trey McBride, so you really are able to maybe a little over a round of value. You get a, a round of value, which is around a second-round draft pick. We already established, Ma- maybe even more because of how high it is. For either
0: rounds, it's probably a first-round pick,
1: right? And, and so that's that alone is worth it. But just the player that you could pick if you were in a startup and you passed on a guy like a Plahorda, you could get a very decent player right there at the at the beginning of round three, and then come back at you know. Mid mid uh, you know round four or whatever and, and get uh, get Trey McBride. I'm as trying to well. think if I would do that if I had Sam
0: Laporta in tight end premium league and somebody's like, hey, I'll give you Trey McBride and a first. I'm trying to think if I would say yes because like my gut's like, oh, that's really good value. I would do that, yep. but like, oh man, I'm gonna have the number one guy. It, it was uh, like
1: <laughs> it was. I think uh, he had 13 points per game. During that span, versus you know what what Laporta had, so
0: I guess it'd be like, oh, somebody had offered you like you're
1: giving up about a point per game. That's about AJ Brown and a first for Justin Jefferson.
0: It's probably like the comparison there. Yeah,
1: yeah. and to be honest, I mean you know Laporta did it a lot on touchdowns, nine touchdowns compared to three. So uh, for for what it's worth, if if
2: we were going to go with that example of hey, you're going to start up here you know, the player that you could get instead. So I think this would be, these guys have almost identical ADPs, same position. So I, I think this would be a, a useful exercise. Would you rather have Sam Laporta and Jonathan Taylor? So he's the one going at roughly around 40. Yeah. Or would you rather have Trey McBride and Jameer Gibbs? J- Jameer G- Gibbs is going at roughly pick 25. Okay. So who would you rather have?
0: That's a tough one. That is really tough. Probably Jonathan Taylor and Sam Laporta.
1: Really,
2: but like <laughs> it's really. I, I close. could go. I could go. either, I go way either on that one. one. It's I, really I could close. go either
1: way. Also on that, and so that's going to be personal preference, right? Yeah, I not.
2: might mean the Gibbs and is, is, there, side? is
1: there like another wide receiver or something that would be going that? Yeah, way? we could either we could look range. at some wide
2: receivers in that same Except range. Jonathan
1: Taylor. Yeah,
2: um, that might that might flip the script there a little bit. So. Almost at that right exact same spot, 25.67 Tyreek Hill is right in that spot. But this is, that's the hard part is yeah. uh, age-wise, there's nobody else. The next one's 22 or 30, so there's nobody else in that good sure, range. No. So it's like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, so that was probably the best one. So if you wanted to stick with wide receiver, you could trade up a few spots and get Puka or trade down a couple spots and get Olave. Yeah, um, I mean, but or then or you could pass on Puka and <laughs>
0: but, and get Nico. I mean, God, but but all then all in this the forties, water makes you feel like somebody just poops in a pool, and I kind of lean now towards the Gibbs side.
2: Uh, but then in the forties, you got Michael Pittman Jr., Devontae Smith, DJ Moore, those guys. Yeah,
0: oh, those are pretty good guys. Yeah, so you can get some good guys. All right, I am the biggest DJ Moore fan of of them so much pretty great so great i wish i had more shares of them so, so maybe like just more so more. So maybe like, that
1: maybe in this instance it would be hey if, you, if you're if you in that 27 range maybe slide back in and see if you can get two guys in that 40 range right right, right. two for the price of one yeah <laughs> then, <laughs> then you'd really be into money micro machines <laughs> micro machines. <laughs> i do i do tend to really like to build
2: my teams from rounds like three through six seven I love to have lots of picks in. like, I'll, I'll trade out completely the first two rounds oh, for sure That's to build value, in that rounds. Like you get like four, three three and four. Seven,
0: three through seven. Yeah. It's a money move. Like, Hey, I'll give you my first round pick. You give me your third and fourth round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love I have two that. thirds, two four. So you get some really and good players.
2: Often those guys will jump into the first and second round value. But anyway, who are your last two guys? Last two guys. So me out of here. I, I made a huge splash in my first one and I was like, I can't, I can't double splash. You know, once you've splashed everybody once, you're just the jerk at the pool that nobody wants to hang out with anymore. So I had to like dive in
1: gently. Shamu this used time. to do it all the time. That dude would just <laughs> splash and then come back out and splash. Dude, come again. on, man. That's true. They did love it.
2: <laughs> Everyone loves Shamu. That's true. Everyone loves a fat guy in the pool that does that too. It's the same, <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Uh, so I'm tearing down from Devonte Adams. Dang it. I said tearing down instead of offline. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> The name brand guy, the Oakleys. how oh, feels forced. It does. I know. Ugh, I'm sick in my stomach. I can't even finish the show. Uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is the name brand guy. Uh, currently going to be, he just turned 31. So he'll turn 32 in like December. So he'll be 31 for most of the year. I'll take whoever you're about to
1: say. <laughs> well, it feels like that really sweet pair of Jordans that you got when they were new. Back in, in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> And you cut the grass in him.
2: Uh, <laughs> he's he's currently green top.
0: <laughs> I just bought my son a pair of he wanted Uggs slippers yeah. or slides what the hell these kids call them. I'm like, all right. Yeah. My wife buys them. Who knows how much they cost? I got guaranteed. They're cheap. I go today. Hey, he said this thing for a week. Kids out there playing basketball in them. Oh they're all tore up on the side. I'm like, what, what What are you doing? What world do you live in? Oh, I was so mad. I'm like, do you not respect all the work no. that I do for this
2: family? <laughs> no. no. Do you know how many bargain basement name brand
0: off brand tears that okay. I had to do for those? I'm like, look at me. I'm tearing down right now. I'm like, for why, nothing. Don't you, I'm like why don't you just, why don't I just give you a hundred dollar bill and you just rip it up, put it in your mouth and spit it on me. Basically. He's like, oh, like when you talk that, like exactly Gosh. like that. All how right. to slap that board? So <laughs> Devontae
2: Adams, Devonte Adams, roughly going off the board at pick 78. So a little bit, he, he's, he's fine. down there. Yeah. He's, he's going down, but there's still a guy that I like just as much, maybe more, maybe more. Teach him more. <laughs> he's going later somehow. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, no way. Really? No. I was saying, no, uh, Amari Cooper. No. Amari Cooper is going off the board at pick 96. So once again, we're getting, you know, one and a half to two rounds of value between these two guys. One, Devontae Adams being 31 does not excite me. I don't love that. Amari Cooper is about a year and a half younger than, than Devontae Adams is. Then you also have the situation with Oakland or Las Vegas, whichever one it is. It's uh, Vegas. I caught myself as soon as I said it. Uh, with Las Vegas, where w- w- I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. You hey, know, Connell,
0: son. Maybe. He played fine. fine. I'm, I'm whelmed. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's a free Jimmy
2: game. Garoppolo's still there. They could draft somebody. Who, who knows what it's going to be? But either way, as much as I'm still not on the Deshaun Watson bandwagon, I would much rather have Deshaun Watson throwing the football to a guy that's a year and a half younger than I would whatever the Raiders are going to put out there, throwing to a guy that's going to turn 32 during the season. So I would rather get the off-brand guy in Amari Cooper than I would in the name brand with Devonte Adams.
0: So you'd like to go to a tier down? Tier and a half. All right, that's fine. <laughs> that's almost like you killed one and a half people if you get a tattooed on you. <laughs> Luke
1: Luke Getze, huh? That's who they went with? Yeah. Their offensive coordinator. Oof. Don't know much about him. Uh, he was the guy for Chicago. Yep.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know more. Yeah, that's that's not awe inspiring if not. you're a Raiders fan. Ugh. Yeah, it's a little underwhelming. More like ah. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather like, ah. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. Like tier, like get like you probably get like Amari Cooper in a second. Probably. Someone, I would just rather take Amari Cooper.
2: Honestly, I'm at the point where I might take him just straight up.
1: I, really I, I didn't have a great feeling about Devontae Adams last year, mm-hmm. and that feeling's not going to get any better. He's just getting older, and yeah. that situation sucks there.
0: So. Yeah, how many receivers come out at 32 and are like, good? Ball. Jerry Rice? Larry Fitz? <laughs> Larry Fitz wasn't even 32. Is Keenan Allen 32 yet or not? He's about to be. He's about to break the mold. Yeah, He's he up to that mold. Raheem
1: Moster, Listen, Devontae, Devontae Adams is a fine player. And, he is. And very good. He has been he, for a long time. He has been for a long, long time. So I don't want to make it sound like the dude's trash, um, but I just don't have a great... I don't like the way Las Vegas feels. He was wide receiver 10 on the year. Yeah, exactly. Pretty damn good. Yeah, he, he's very he, good. He's awesome, but at this point, with when you factor the
2: age and all the circumstances, I, I honestly might rather have Amari Cooper straight up, but if I can get the extra, extra... You know, of a round and a half to two
0: round difference. Yeah, get, get if I was that. In a, if I was in a startup drafting are both on the board, I'd probably take Adams. It would be close, but it's. I mean, they're neck and neck, right? So if you can get any kind of plus, yeah, hey, any plus on third top. round pick, like sure. If, like two okay, sure. here is a good way. Like, if you have Adams, you're you're a contender. Yeah. So like, and you flip for a Mark Cooper, you're a contender. So I'm targeting like the old running backs, right? Like, I get like you know, an Aaron Jones. And if I had to throw in like a third, can I get Raheem Mostert on a long shot? You know, sure. Some along those lines, um, any kind of another older player to kind of help me go with the, at this point, like who's to help me win? who's going right. to add, who's some good depth there.
2: And, and it's, it's one of those scenarios where I don't want to be left holding the bag. I I don't want to be left on the bag with, with Devonte Adams. I gain a year and a half with Mark Cooper. Then maybe I gain a year and a half next year. And I gain it. Like you just keep, pushing that down the line and keep getting those kind of what I do at super flex with or in one QB with quarterbacks often, all where I just yep give me another 35 year old. And when he turns 38, give me the next 35 year old savvy move in <laughs>
0: dynasty. Like if you, if you don't mind older players that have two years, you can live in a competitive cycle of these two year windows of players. Like, and all you're doing is go up like second round picks, third round picks first for like, a package of something, you know, like you had old player Travis Kelsey something last year. Yeah. You know. Some of those lines, like again, I have teams or are contenders. I keep going to draft kit. Like, I'm living in this window of like age and getting the youth where I can, but sure. like it's a way to play dynasty. You it know, is. like you can, you can constantly compete if you don't want your draft picks and you strategically stay in that like moves that, hey, I'll give you Devontae Adams for this and I'm just going to tear down this a little bit, but gain like two more years. Yeah. And then because when you're playing that level, like every year it does count. Like, you're, you're really, it's like you're playing Jenga right yeah. but you're just really good at it <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you you do look really good at it
0: with you're all like, those yeah. finger motions yeah, you're Man. like this, you're like oh devonte adams amari cooper
2: magic trick got it
0: all right 50 cent all right well that's it for this show we'll be back next week talking more dynasty fantasy football as we inch closer to the NFL combine not even next week tomorrow next tomorrow. episode they, oh, get, yeah, they get another episode i've been sick all week i'm a little fuzzy in the brain <laughs> But we're back tomorrow talking more. What do we do? Oh, we're doing game show tomorrow. It, we brought back the games. So the game show has always been done throughout the year up to football season. We do probably 10 of them. Like throughout the year, we do a lot. We do a lot. Dude, <laughs> like a meter is a thing. Oh, it's back. Like always been for the Nerders show. So yeah, bring, bring, bring. tune in tomorrow for your first experience of our game show shows that we usually did for the nerder shows that we took away from them to give to you. That's right. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, yo, son. I don't know what he wants.